0: I know for a fact that supermarkets have started rationing items that you wouldn't think of right now. Now, the only reason I know this is because I was in the store and I was buying boxes of tissues. So I went to the aisle and it's usually empty. There hasn't been tissues on this island in a couple of months in terms of the the type of tissues that I use. So I was amazed when it was back in stock and it was fully stocked, the shelf was so i grabbed a whole you know box of i think it's 12 uh, boxes of tissues in in one of the bigger boxes so i grabbed a whole box put it in my trolley and i did the same with some paper towels because we use these in the kitchen all the time i also did this with mouthwash and a few other things i wanted to make sure i had plenty of because as i keep saying there is no downside to buying more of these products now because the price is only going to go up and it's not like they're going to expire or go out of date. So anyway, I get to the checkout and the lady says to me, oh, I don't think you can have that many. And I said, really? They're just tissues. Why would I not be able to have tissues? And then she said, oh, and those packs of paper as well, you know, paper for your printer. She said, you can't have that many. I thought that was very strange. She said, well, I need to get the manager. So she calls the manager over. So a few minutes later, this man comes over and I start having a conversation with him. And I was being my very uh, witty self with him because he was being a little sort of standoffish, saying that's the rules. And he was asking why I need so many. So I said back to him, well, I throw the same question back at you. Why are you rationing? And he said, no, 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 we're not rationing. We're not rationing. We're just limiting the number of supply. And there's all these people obviously around now watching. And I said, that's what rationing is. It's limiting the supply of what you can actually purchase. I mean, that's obvious, isn't it? And he said, well, that's not, you know, how I see it. This it's not rationing. And he's looking around a little, you know, awkwardly. But he said, but anyway, on this occasion, I will let you uh, take, you know, buy all these items. And I said, oh, thank you so much for letting me buy these items with my own money and then a few people are laughing but there was actually one lady in the queue that was tutting the whole time repeating all the stuff you see on the BBC and all these other you know news channels and she said oh I haven't had any tissues in weeks and I said well just go over to the aisle there's loads of them it's fully stocked go and get yourself a box But anyway, let's move on to the articles. Let's get started with the first one today. Global food crisis will last for months, World Bank chief says. So you remember on my Friday walk and talk, I told you about this. All of these organizations, the World Bank and all these huge organizations are now coming out and saying this is going to happen. There are going to be food shortages. But yet people still drop comments on this channel and say, no, no, I don't believe it. Where's the evidence? Source, my favorite word. What's the source? Show me the source. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, the source is the IMF. The source is the BIS. The source is the UK government. The source is the Farmers Union. The source is the US government. The source is the EU. The source is, and they say, well... You know, and then they never come back food prices are already up almost 37 percent year on year so this is the global food index that they're referencing here for each one percentage point increase in food prices 10 million people are thrown into extreme Poverty, according to the World Bank's estimates. Now, just to be clear on this, if you look up the definition of extreme poverty, it is not good. It does involve people who cannot afford uh, food for themselves and their families, i.e., starvation in some cases. However, Mr. Melpas said there is one positive side to the crisis that we have large global stockpiles. As they are released, there can be progress and also the supply of food. Uh, Wrong. Here's why that's a bad thing. You actually need those stockpiles. There's a reason governments have stockpiles. It's for emergencies. And I guess you could say, well, this is an emergency. Sort of, this isn't the emergency yet. The emergency is gonna come later on. Then you're gonna see a really, really big emergency. Now, what sort of timescale are we talking about here? I think it could be as early as six months that you are going to see a food emergency. And this is gonna be global, by the way. I'm not just talking about you know, localize the different countries. Although, as I've said uh, many a time, because people misunderstand my message, wealthier countries and wealthier people in wealthier countries are not going to go hungry. So if you are you know, upper middle class and wealthy, you are not going to go hungry. Let me just throw that out there. Because you are going to be able to afford the food that's imported, although it is going to be a lot more expensive. Who is going to suffer and really struggle is absolutely disgraceful and tragic. It is the people who are on the poverty line, even in Western nations. Food banks are going to get overrun. I don't think they're going to reach breaking point, but they are going to be overrun. And I do think in an absolute worst case scenario, you could see what you used to see in the Great Depression you know, soup lines, bread lines. So if you want to avoid all of that, just make sure you've watched my playlist on food preparation and it will tell you exactly what you need to do today. Not next week, next month. Oh Neil, I'll just give it a few months to see if you're right. That hasn't worked out very well for the trolls on the channel who have waited and waited thinking I'm going to be wrong on some of these things that I've talked about. So I would say probably don't wait to take action right now but completely up to you do what you think's best for you to move urgently towards solutions as rising interest rates and debt burdens begin to pile pressure on developing countries i talked about this on the friday weekly walk a lot of defaults in developing nations at the moment so if they can't service their debt how do you think they're going to buy food they're going to try And I think they'll do a pretty good job, but it's not going to be perfect. There will be people who will starve in developing nations. And and again, it's absolutely horrific to talk about these things. But these are some of the events that are going to occur later this year. When U.S. Senator Roger Marshall was recently asked about this, he openly admitted that a worldwide famine, look at this word, famine, is definitely going to happen. Look at the language being used here. The good news is that nobody is starving to death in the United States right now. But there are a lot of cases like this chap here, you know, he made a pot of spaghetti last for three days of meal. This lady here gets eggs and bread from the food bank so she can afford laundry detergent at the store. Now, this is an interesting one. During Joe Biden's fifth quarter in office, An average of 41.3% of US adults approved of the job he was doing as president. Who are these people who approve of what Joe Biden is doing as president? So, I mean, please help us. The latest average is essentially unchanged from the 41.7% in his fourth quarter, but significantly lower his first three quarterly averages yeah i don't believe that for a minute who are these 41.3 percent more like 4.3 percent i just don't believe these people exist this is completely fabricated as senator marshall admitted there will be a worldwide famine there is no avoiding that now another article then the rockefeller foundation began the countdown again similar to what i said here about six months To a massive immediate food crisis, and the CEO of Goya Foods has warned we are on the precipice of a global food crisis. Americans will have to tighten their belts and consume less. He was then asked a series of questions. Do you think things will get worse? And do you think food prices will go even higher later this year? He warned about an imbalance in world food production, indicating farmers are paying double for fertilizer. They're planting less and yields will be less. Again, we've already covered this. As a rich country, we can afford higher-priced food, but other countries won't be able to bear it. The dominoes are already beginning to fall as inflation riots have already sparked socio-economic turmoil in Sri Lanka and Peru. Countries across Africa and the Middle East, many of which are importers of food, are experiencing soaring prices and imminent shortages. This interview is more proof the world's agricultural system is fracturing and storm clouds are gathering. Over to the UK then. UK farmers can't afford to plant crops for the next season due to rocketing fuel and fertilizer costs, ministers told. Now this image here is actually from January of last year now as you can see from these pictures i'll start with the first one i talked about this just a couple of weeks ago that we would see less vegetables on the shelves what else did i talk about poultry amongst other things and again this image has not been altered this is from yesterday and you can see there was less poultry less chicken available than normal now i have got to say this isn't a true representation of all stores across the uk because I am on a small island. So if we have bad weather or the ferry doesn't run one day or something like that, you're not going to have fresh produce in the supermarkets. It's going to take a day or two before they can restock. But really the point and what I want to emphasize here is that What we're seeing in these images, we are going to see in the future. Some farmers in the UK can't afford to plant crops for the next season. I have been contacted by several farmers in my constituency of North Shropshire, explaining that because fertilizer and fuel costs are rocketing so quickly, they may not be able to afford to plant for next season. Very likely. She said, now is the time to reverse the cut to the basic farm payment schemes to help our farmers survive the crisis. Yeah, why haven't they done that already? And again, then you see, you know, the environmental secretary. Look, they just talk about absolute nonsense. They're talking about the labor market and all this. They're completely missing the point here. It's not about labor. It's about fertilizer. Goodness me. And this is, you know, these are meant to be the geniuses running the country. Next article then. Around 4 in 10, or more specifically 39%, people have admitted they bought less food in the past two weeks thanks to the cost of living crisis. This has risen from 34% of Brits trimming back their grocery spending a fortnight ago and 18% at the start of the year. Figures from the Office for National Statistics also revealed on Friday that 44% of adults were spending more than usual to get what they normally buy. The most common reason was higher food prices, with 92% of people saying their grocery bill had increased. An increase in gas or electricity bills, so this is home heating gas, not uh, gas at the pump for the Americans watching, came in at 86% and an increase in the price of fuel at 80%. As many as 42% of people said they were unable to save money, up from 34% in November. Honestly, if you haven't saved by now, uh, you're probably too late because as we go into this recession and potentially even a depression, there's going to be so little money around that I would be saving every last penny you possibly can right now if you haven't already the data also highlighted an increased difficulty to buy fuel over the past two weeks with around 20 percent unable to purchase fuel desperate families already hit by soaring energy bills could see the price of groceries rise by one thousand pounds a year an expert warns we're only into a couple of weeks of the cost of living squeeze and it's getting worse if we have a harvest failure very likely, with these flooding and extreme droughts, the price of things like bread could go up a lot more. <laughs> I think, hold on, this is an expert. Who is this expert? Bread is obviously going to go up a lot more. Has he missed the memo on what's going on in Ukraine here? I don't think there will be a shortage of food, but we could see prices going a lot higher and some rationing. I mean, okay. I, I probably shouldn't have used this article, actually. This guy does not know what he's talking about. Okay, let me just say, we are going to see shortages. We are going to see rationing. We are going to see uh, prices spiking. There's no way around this now. It's too late. The government ministers were warned by the NFU, the National Farmers Union, that the union said, we need fertilizers. We need this stuff now. If you do sanctions and all the rest of it, And you stop um, importing fertilizer and Russia bans us from having fertilizer and all this sort of stuff. We're going to have a food shortage. It's going to be just absolutely diabolical. They warned this to the government, but the government did nothing. Just as a lot of other EU nations and even America and other places, they carried on with all the proposals and policies they wanted to do, regardless of how this was going to affect the citizens of the country and again i don't even want to get into the morality around the sanctions and should we have done this should we have done that should we not have done this my points aren't really about the morality of the sanctions they're about the knock-on effect of what happens with uh, gas if we can't get gas what if we can't get fertilizer this is what's having an impact on the people and it's going to have an impact on your food bill, on your energy bills, on everything else. This is not going away. Do not listen to the politicians and the media. They are deliberately trying to you know, calm everyone and make you think that everything's gonna be fine. It is not going to be fine. You need to prepare for this. You need to prepare for it immediately because you have got six months maximum, I would say, before we just reach a new uh, peak with all of this crisis. So that's all I've got to say for today. Thanks for watching. I really appreciate you as a subscriber. Take care, God bless, and I will see you tomorrow.